Okay, so for today, we are going over philosophy, um, intro to philosophy. Um, this is our first paper, and the topic is explain and critically evaluate one of St. Thomas Aquinas' five proofs of God's existence. And then the question is, do you think Aristotle would agree with this proof? Justify your answer with direct reference to specific passages from the text. So for this paper, I decided to go with the first proof, which is um, God being the unmoved mover. So I'm going to give you a little bit of context, and then I'll just go right into the paper. Um, so essentially, this proof is that everything that is in motion was initiated. So for something to be moving, something had to have caused that move, and something had to have caused that move, and something would have caused that move, and so on and so forth. So what Aquinas was trying to do as his proof that God exists is that to say that the only thing that could have been the initial cause of movement would have to have been something that itself is unmoved. Um, this is what he considers to be God. So I'm just going to get right into it, and then um, I may have some editing that I do while I'm, or while I'm reading. Okay, so St. Thomas Aquinas, 1225 through 1274, was an Italian philosopher, theologian, and a doctor of the church. He was canonized in 1323. His most famous work is called Summa Theologica, which describes the relationship between God and man and how men can find salvation and forgiveness through Jesus Christ. In this work is a subsection called Quinque Via, or the five ways. In this, Aquinas presents five ways to prove God's existence. His first reasoning is considered the first mover. In summary, he theorizes that all things in motion must be initiated. He states, therefore, whatever is in motion must be put in motion by another. If that by which it is in motion be itself put in motion, then this also must needs be put in motion by another, and then by, by that another again. Following this logic, something had to initiate the first motion, as nothing occurs spontaneously. This first motion, or change, would be God. Aquinas does not intend to provide reasoning to prove God's existence. He simply argues that this is a way that has already proven his existence. This logic is like the concept of Isaac Newton's first law of motion which states that an object at rest stays at rest and an object in motion stays in motion unless acted on by a non-balanced force. St. Aquinas also discusses the potential and active movement or change that each thing has. He uses examples of fire, which possess both the activeness of being hot as well as the potential to be cold. These opposites cannot exist at the same time. Therefore, each thing will have an active role of one thing and the potential for the opposite existence. This is very similar to the scientific concept of potential and kinetic energy. Modern day understanding of the world tends to be very secular. It is believed that if something can be explained by science, it therefore disproves God. However, Aquinas uses these scientific concepts as proof that God exists. Of course, at the time of Aquinas' writings and theologies, science was nowhere near as understood as it is today. However, sensory observations still existed, and these theories were still used. Aristotle was a Greek philosopher and Plato's most well-known student. 
He was born in 382 to 384 BC and died in 322 BC. Most of his views on theology can be found in books 6 and 7 of physics and in book 12 of metaphysics. His concepts are quite complex. However, many of St. Thomas's concepts were based on Aristotle's views and positions, specifically his theory of motion and change in relation to God's existence. Simply put, Aristotle's position is that the earth is an eternal circular motion. Therefore, he theorizes that everything I've, that either everything is initiated by something else or that there is a perpetual cause for new change silently pushing things forward. This unknown force that causes change must be unmoved for it to exist. He believes that this unchanged and unmoved force is God. Aristotle states in Physics chapter 6, And though one thing that is unmoved moves one thing, while another moves another. Nevertheless, there is something that comprehends them all, and that is something apart from each one of them. Aristotle also believes that God is not a singular or tangible being, but instead a force that exists in the space between consciousness and unconsciousness. Therefore, to feel the power of God is to be fully self-conscious. As stated above, St. Thomas Aquinas based much of his work on Aristotle's theories, and although Aquinas did not believe in the potentiality or the potentially heretical nature of philosophy, he respected Aristotle's theories and positions. He worked his work used Aristotle's knowledge and positions, however, he altered them to support God and his perfect operations. As stated before, many of St. Thomas's St. Thomas Aquinas' beliefs and positions are based on Aristotle's writing and theology. Namely, Aquinas' first proof is is directly based upon Aristotle's theory. Hold on. Therefore, it is likely that Aristotle would agree with Aquinas' proof. In fact, many historians have argued that without St. Thomas Aquinas' help, many of Aristotle's theolo theological positions would not have been accepted. Many Christians did not accept Aristotle's views on theology because of his other philosophical positions, namely his belief that the world is eternal and that God is more of a consciousness within a person as opposed to an almighty being. In his time and many centuries after, Aristotle's theology was still not accepted by the church, and that is until St. Thomas Aquinas adopted and altered the positions to be able to be digested morally by the church. Nowadays, these arguments are considered part of classical church writings, some of the most influential writings in the church. Without Aquinas, who knows how Aristotle's influence would affect us today? While Aristotle would agree with Aquinas' arguments, modern-day science does not. Experiments done by A.A. Mitchelson, E.W. Morley, and Albert Einstein have gone to prove that the existence of absolute motion is unrealistic. Now, of course, these do not pr disprove the existence of God. However, it does disprove the usage of the specific unmoved mover argument. These two theologians used the understanding of science and of the natural world that they had available to them at the time to try and understand what cannot be proved and what cannot be tested. All in all, Aristotle likely would have agreed with St. Thomas Aquinas' proof of God, namely his first proof. Both of these men made arguments that motion must have been initiated by a force that in and of itself was unmoved. Many of Aquinas' arguments are based upon Aristotle's original works that explain this theory. 
However, he did alter them enough to be able to coincide with what the church was dictating in regards to what exists in the world and beyond. Modern science does disprove these arguments. However, science does not and cannot disprove what was at the heart of these arguments, the desire for man to understand the world and how God interacts with it.